Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome on in. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Big show today. One hour from now as we're on Head Coach Watch a guy that was on many of these over the years. Angelo Cataldi will join the show later on today. Uh-oh. Former NFL head coach Brian Billick knows a thing or two about being on the uh, chopping block and people wanting to call for his job. So <laughs> we'll, we'll do all that. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philly. How's everybody doing? Well, the waiting game it's, continues. It's brick. It's brick today, boy. A little cold out there? A little cold. Has that uh, jacket working out of coat? Oh, I didn't buy one. No. <laughs> no, but can I just say this real quick? Go ahead. And, and, and listen, I, I love you. You, you guys that, that ride bikes to work every day. If you can't ride when the, the streets are a little icy, don't ride your damn bike to work. Like, catch a cab, catch an Uber, do something. But for you guys that are trying to cross the street and worried about the ice and you want to slow down in the middle of the road while other people are, like, actually driving cars, that's a good way to get hit, man. It's a good way to get hit. So we're starting the show with some PSAs? No, I'm just saying because the, the bikers, like, I, I respect pedestrians and all that stuff, but – Y- y'all need to get y'all ass out the way, man. It, like, you get get out the way. I like I like that because you know how the morning show starts with John Ritchie giving a fact to yeah. Joe. You want a PSA? You should you? start with some advice. No, I mean it's ridiculous because I like, like this. I think we, I, I think we might have stumbled onto something. I here. know I drive a big truck, and and a, for a lot of people, they feel like I'm overcompensating. I get that. I'm okay with that, but I'm not. I'm just letting here. You know, I'm not. I'm definitely not. But it's like when I pull up and I and I and I drive slow. Because I understand that, you know, you can't see people and I, my, my height advantage is different and I can't see things. But those people on those bikes and those pedestrians, the way that they walk across the street, the way that they they act like they have a sense of entitlement. Like, I, like I'm not condoning this, but I see why some of y'all get like bumped off those bikes. Mm. I see why that happens. All right, so I'm glad you started with a public service announcement. I think Kyle stumbled upon some. We should do this every day. I'm going to now. You, you inspired me, Hugh. What you got? You inspired me. I'm going to give a public service announcement to the Eagles. Don't be like the Cowboys. Don't be like the Cowboys, and don't bring back a coach that should be out of here. It's time to move on. We are wait now. We'll give you the latest here in a second for me and Rapport on the, on the timeline as we await the Eagles making a decision and this meeting between Nick Sirianni and Jeffrey Lurie. Don't be like the Cowboys. Don't bring back the coach. Don't try to piece this thing together. Let's move on and put this thing where it needs to be with the right person in charge. Mm. Here it was, Ian Rappaport on NFL Network talking about, all right, what's going on? What's the timeline? 
What is happening with the Eagles head coach decision? Here he was. He's going to meet at some point soon with owner Jeffrey Lurie. He's going to present his plan for how to move forward. I would expect significant changes. Obviously, there's going to be a change in the search on defense, potentially a change in offensive coordinator as well. If Lurie approves and likes his plan, I would imagine Nick Sirianni stays. If he does not, then there is a much different conversation to be had. Well, that's true. And this reminds me a lot of Doug Peterson, you know, all those years ago, and Doug ended up not staying. And here's what we're dealing with right now. 215-592-9494. We're dealing with Nick Sirianni trying to tell Jeff Flurry why he deserves to keep his job. That's what this is going to be. I mean, he's going to sit down with him, and he's going to give him a plan for next year and the future and, Mm -hmm. and basically try to sell himself, like he did in his initial interview, why he deserves to keep the job. And here's where I'm at. I don't think he deserves to keep his job because the last eight weeks were a disaster. I don't believe he has any area of expertise that you see on the field. They're not a buttoned-up team. Their mm-hmm. culture is worn thin. Oh, yeah. Their offense, where he's supposed to be an offensive guy, yeah. has worn thin. So I'm at the point now where, yeah, yeah, he could try to sell me if I'm Jeff Lurie, but I don't believe that, that Nick Sirianni deserves the opportunity to come back and try to fix this. Hugh, where are you on, on the idea of does Sirianni deserve a shot to come back and fix it? You know, you made some very, very strong, valid points, Joe. And I know what I'm about to say is probably going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. But I think that he deserves a second chance, man, and I'll tell you why. Somewhere, this reminds me of, are you ready for a bad analogy? Oh, this is wait. This is like, but this is not as bad as some of the other ones that I've, I've done before. This is like an electrician coming in and wiring a house. So he comes in, he wires the house. The house... It's great. You flick the light switch, and the lights don't come on. So now you have to go back through and try to figure out where the disconnect is. Everything was fine up until that point when when electricity didn't come on through the house. I think this is that case. Now, is there cause to fire Coach Sirianni? I think that there is. When you talk about the way that this team looked the absolute same week in and week out, he was the overseer. Of all of that. No question about that. But I need to figure out why all of a sudden, because this team didn't look like look like the team that we've seen in the past. I need to figure out why that is. I need to figure out why all of a sudden this team fell apart. And I know the easy thing to do in this situation is point to the fact that the coordinators weren't there. That's the easy thing to do. But I think it's deeper than that. I think the fact that you've had other players, veteran players, players that are highly respected, in this organization, come out and support Coach Sirianni. That should tell you something that there's a disconnect somewhere because we we were of the mindset that he lost the locker room, he lost the players. Doesn't sound like that's the case to me, especially when you talk about the veteran leadership that came out and endorsed him. Now, I know that a lot of people will go out there and say, well, you know, hell, Hugh, most of those guys aren't going to be here anyway. But their voices and their and their their endorsement still still carries a lot of weight, Joe. Still carries a lot of weight. Well, and that was yesterday. And we'll play some of those for you over the course of the day. I'll, I'll go with your analogy, Hugh. The idea of the electrician, right? That, that yeah. wasn't a bad. It one. It wasn't a bad one. I'll follow it up though. Let's say I have an electrician that comes to my house, okay? And he, he comes multiple times over years, right? This is now year three of Sirianni. And the first few times, he does a good job, right? I'm happy with it. I pay him what he asked for. He goes home, and that's fine. And then the third time I call him, because I'm having an issue with my electrical box, he burns the basement down, or an electrical fire starts down there. I'm never calling him again. That's that's, that's extreme. Well, that's what the last seven weeks were. It was sparks (laughs) flying everywhere. And and I'm sitting here, and, and we sat here for weeks, and we tried to figure out what was going on, what what was happening with this squad. And we couldn't put our finger on it. 
And it just looked disjointed. It just looked they didn't look connected and all this other stuff. I, I, I feel like he gets a chance to to try to fix this because we are still I, I think that this is this is an easy fix, in my opinion. And I still think that we're in that Super Bowl window where if Coach Sirianni is at the helm, we can still get back to the big show. Yeah, well, so I think they're in a Super Bowl window as well as of right now. And that's why I want to move on because I don't think this is the right coach to win the Super Bowl. 215-592-9494. And that word deserve, it's such a strong word. Strong word. Because it's it's pro sports, right? Like in the, at the end of the day, what what are you, you're not really guaranteed anything. It, it, it's a mm-hmm. performance-based business. We all know that. Yes. And the, here's the way I look at it. Sirianni has done – a, a decent job, a nice job. You could qualify it as a good job over the three years when you yeah, add it together. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, he won two playoff games nice last year. Nice little resume. Sure, he does. It, his resume is nice to start you know, his first three years as a head coach. But I'm looking at the future. Like What you've done already is irrelevant to me. Do I think you're the right guy into the future? I don't. And, and here's you – know, like, if you don't want to listen to what I think about Deserve, I, I listen to this voice because this is probably the only voice in this that matters. A few years ago, we dug it up. Here's Jeff Lurie. When he got rid of Doug Peterson, here's what he said about the word deserve. Very few people probably after success deserve to uh, lose their job. This is much more about the evaluation of whether the Eagles moving forward, our best option is to have a new coach. And that that's really, really what it's about. Uh, it's not about did Doug deserve to be let go? No, he did not deserve to be let go. He didn't deserve to be let go, but they let him go anyway because they thought they needed a new voice, a new direction. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop You guys missed the, uh, the Zoom era? You hear that little hum there in that audio? That's what, it was. That's what that was. We I was used to do everything on was. Zoom. Yeah, that, like, it, it, that hurts my soul. The Zoom press conferences? Yeah. When everything, including Sirianni's first press conference, was on Zoom as he was sitting. Oh my God! It, yeah, he, didn't, uh, he, he accentuated a little bit with the, some of the poor. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, where are you before we go to the phone lines on this? Does Sirianni deserve a chance to come back and fix this? I'm starting. So, like, I think the biggest question that I had that I thought would be the the point of no return almost with Nick Sirianni was that if he lost the locker room, and I, I know we're going to get to some of this audio in the next segment here about, you know, some of the leaders on the team, pretty strong endorsements for Nick Sirianni, especially coming from guys who I, I am pretty certain are not going to be here next year, guys that don't have to put their neck out for the head coach. I'm starting to lean towards a theory here, guys, that it's not Nick Sirianni that lost the locker room and that it might be somebody else. So I think with that in mind, I would try and give it maybe, like if he has a good plan, he goes into the uh, to Jeffrey Lurie's office with a good plan, two good coordinators, how they're going to get this fixed. I think the word deserve is, is what I'm hanging on to here. I think he should at the very least deserve to Go in with that plan and see if he can try. All right. I, he, guys, I'm afraid we're going to be on the coordinator conveyor belt here for Jalen Hurts. New coordinator. <laughs> that guy's good. He gets a hey, coaching job, and we just do this every sounds like year. A, sounds like a segment. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, 215-592-9494. Does Nick Sirianni deserve a shot to come back and fix this? Hugh says yes. Kyle is leaning toward yes. No. They need a new head coach today. Brian is in Quakertown. What's up, Brian? What up, B? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Brian? What's going on? All right, living the dream over here. Um, man, how do we get rid of our coach who took us to the playoffs three years in a row? Who has a winning record. I, I get it. I get it. This year wasn't pretty. We all know they cut his legs off on his first year. They took his play calling from him. You know what I mean? Like, I know he can veto. He's the president. He, he's, a, he's a nice face to blame. 
he's a he's the guy who's supposed to take the blame even when he can't do anything about it. So if he, uh, let me ask you this. So you, you say you, you're almost giving him credit for what he's done, but then discrediting what he's done because they took away his play calling. Why, why am I keeping him? Brian, you made the point that he made the playoffs. I mean, G- John Fox made the playoffs four years in a row in Denver, went to a Super Bowl. He lost in the second round. They canned him and won the Super Bowl the next year. Like, just because he got out to the playoffs, that doesn't mean anything to me. All right, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. I see that. But at the same time, you've you got an you organization now that – takes teams to the playoffs with bad defenses. We can't say we have a good roster anymore. We can say we have a good offense, which is a whole other point of why is Hurts holding the ball for four seconds? Why can't A.J. AJ Brown or Smith get open? Like, what's going on with that? So, like, is that coordinator? Is that the head coach? In my opinion, most head coaches aren't yeah, – they, they aren't that guy. They aren't the guy who makes all the decisions. They're the, they're the face. They're the guy you want to tell you everything's okay and rock you to sleep at night and – they're not there to really do all of that that we think that they should be doing. This isn't Madden. This isn't fantasy team. This isn't – they don't get to make all the decisions that we hope they get to make. Well, I mean, right, there's different kinds of head coach, right? There's the CEO types, you know, the, the John Harbaugh's. But then there are the, the McVeigh's and Shanahan's. I mean, they have a big hand in, in winning, right, because they call the plays on offense. I guess for me with Sirianni, Brian, I just don't understand – what he does particularly well. Like, is he the organizer? Is he the in-game mastermind? The motivator. Motivator. He doesn't he, call plays. I just, I'm struggling to figure out what he does so well that he's worth keeping around. I, I mean, I can't, I can't defend him through and through for everything, but I mean, he's a, he's your, he's your ringleader. He's the guy that gets your, I mean, we all say the culture's bad, but none of us are in the locker room. I mean, there's always going to be that one guy who isn't happy about everything, but this man has turned the culture into people want to play for him. People want to play with their team. I think what's happening is, is we're turning Jalen Hurts into Russell Wilson pretty quickly. We're putting them on his own islands and making them, like you're saying, unapproachable for other players who are supposed to, you know, it's war out there. It's a, you're playing together. You're doing something together. You can't, you can't feel divided, especially with your leader. Brian, I agree with that. And I, and I Brian, I, I pre, we appreciate the phone call. That Russell Wilson comp to Jalen Hurts was made when he was drafted as a player, but it's starting to feel more real now, Hugh, as a maybe a, a kind of a source of divide within yeah, the not, organization. Yeah, I was about to say not in a good way. Yeah. And not in a good way. And, and that's why, for me, I'm leaning more towards giving the coach a second chance because there's a lot of information that I don't have about that. And I know people are tired of me saying that, but it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. We're being real knee-jerky by some of the stuff that we've seen. I don't know what is going on in that locker room. I really, really don't. But for this team to fall off the way that it did as quickly as it did, like I, I don't know, I don't know where that that disconnect came in at. I really, really don't. And and the coaches. Now I do believe that everybody's not going to survive this. The coordinators, definitely. Well, it seems like part of this meeting Sirianni is going to have with Lurie is telling him an idea for his new coordinators, which yeah. means the coordinators are gone. Because it, it's one of those things, man. I'm Like, as I watch defense, especially in the last couple of weeks, again, I, I equate it to the Keystone Cops. Like, to go back there week in and week out and, not, and look clueless on the back end of where your uh, help is in the secondary – where your where your where your area is, your spatial awareness, and all that other good stuff. To me, that's ridiculous. That that would be that's football one on one, Joe. Well, they literally ran into each other on Monday night, and like and, literally happened. And I, I I I attribute some of that to the fact that you changed uh, defensive coordinators <laughs> during the middle of the season because it just got worse. 
Coach Desai, and I said this before, and people got mad at me. He was not the problem. Like this defense was was uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, talently challenged. Talently. I, I like that. That's a challenged. new one. Yeah, yeah. Talently you know, challenged. Yeah, throughout the whole year, like but that. he did a good job of 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 making the talent work. And as and when we switched coordinators, it was a panic move, and it got worse. It wasn't a better move. It was a worse move. It really, really was. It, well, they got worse. I mean, they did get worse statistically on defense. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. And the other thing that that's hit me this morning as I think about this idea of deserve and and can Sirianni save his job with this meeting with Lurie is I can't waste a year. Not not me as a fan, and I don't think the Eagles should waste a year in the middle of what is a Super Bowl window. I, these windows close quickly. We see it in the NFL all the time. And we're, the Cowboys, again, don't be like the Cowboys. They're wasting years. They're not going to win the Super Bowl with McCarthy. I don't think he's an awful coach. He has won a Super Bowl before. They, they obviously win a lot of games each year. But I don't think Mike McCarthy's going to hoist the Lombardi Trophy ever again. I just don't think it's going to happen. So they're, they're wasting time down there. And I, what I don't want the Eagles to do is waste a year of this window, waste a year of having Hurts and Brown and whatever they're going to have left on the offensive line if Kelsey leaves, and, and all these guys. Because these windows close quick. Like We could be in a rebuild here in, in a year or two, and all of a sudden it's like, man, they got to one Super Bowl, they didn't win it, and, and you feel like they wasted it. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Chris in Middleton. Hey, Chris. Good, uh, good morning there, guys. How are we doing today? What's up, man? Hey, Chris. What do you feel? Hey, uh, first of all, let me start with my answer for Hughes Clues. Uh, Spike Eskin. Oh, a new one. No, that, that'll probably be one soon, but not, not today. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and I have a new name for their, their show, by the way. It's going to be the uh, Spike, Ike, and Ball Boy show. So, um, but let's move fly. on. Yeah, it, someone might not like that, but we're <laughs> yeah, taking submissions, okay. so this is our fault. That's okay. Um, and moving on, uh, Hugh, let, let, me, let me talk to you, Hugh. Let me, let me, let me, let me explain this to you. So, the light ain't coming on in the house, right? So you hire the electrician, right? And you're like, hey, come in and fix the light. Yes. Um, problem is, he he came, he changed he changed the light bulb, and then he, you called him back the next week, and he said it still don't work, and he changed the light bulb, and you can't you keep calling for seven weeks, and the light still doesn't work. And you said to him, you said, well, yo, what's going on with my light? Why can't you fix this? And he he looks at you and goes, well, if I knew the light would be worse. Uh, and then and then also what's going on is because he doesn't know how to fix it, the problem is the real issue going on behind the wall that was beyond his knowledge and expertise and ability to be able to, to fix it, the house burns down, so now the homeowner is upset. All uh, Jeff Lurie doesn't want to watch his franchise burned to the ground under a poor electrician. Does that make sense? That was a lot, but you know we do bad analogies on the show, so I I I know exactly where you were going. You know, what I think he's trying to say, call he, a new electrician. Yeah, he shot himself in the Fire foot. Fire electrician. He Would shot himself in the foot back? when he said when he said he didn't know how to fix it. He definitely yeah, shot himself uh, in the foot. Uh, there you go. And and here's here's the other thing, guys. Like he he's way way out of his depth. And you know what? I love this little game that Lori's doing with him. Lori's like, yo yo, hey Nick, you go tell me who you need to hire. So basically, you do the homework for me because I'm going to probably use your list to maybe replace you. But, guys, this is also another very smart way. If, you, if Lori sits him down and says, hey, what's wrong? Where are your holes? Where are your deficiencies? Where are your failures? Most human beings won't identify it, especially if they know they're talking to their boss and they're trying to keep their job. 
But if you say, hey, who can you hire? Well, if he starts identifying the strengths of certain people and why he needs to put them in place, that's a way of him telling Lori, like, here's stuff I can't fix. Here's what I can't do. That's why we need to bring somebody in to fill the hole. So it's a very creative way to help get Nick's true opinion of where the holes are and what is going on other than what he sees himself. Yeah, Chris, it's so. a really good point, Chris, and we appreciate the phone call. And, and I also think when Lurie does this, and he did the same thing to Doug Peterson, it, it makes – it's a really smart way to do it. Like, you give the coach a chance to sell you on their plan. You, Lurie may have already made up his mind, and he's just going to give the guy a chance to explain himself and say, I'll do this, I'll do that. I, I just hope he has to get fooled into thinking this coach could fix this. I, I'm ready to move on. I think the Eagles need a better head coach to go win a Super Bowl – and I don't believe in the deserve word. You had three years. You had all these weeks down the stretch of the season to fix this thing. And look, yeah, there may be a plan out there where he gets a new offensive coordinator, new play caller, and it works next year. But that doesn't, that doesn't to me, make it a case where they're going to have a lot of stability because that offensive coordinator, if he's any good, like Shane Steichen was, he'll be poached. This thing needs to change. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on... This way, uh, today Thursday. Thursday. Wow, this week is moving. It's Thursday, man. It's Thursday. I, the Monday night game always throws me off. Plus, this whole week is weird. We wait on the uh, meeting between Lori and Sirianni. Does Nick Sirianni deserve a chance to come back and fix this? You think he does? I do not. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Lot to do on the show today. Angelo Cataldi joins us. We figured oh, heck. there's a coach that's hanging in the balance. We got to get Angelo's yeah, take he on couldn't, this. Yeah, he couldn't stay away. Yeah, we, so we figured we'd invite him on. Angelo will join us at 11. Former NFL head coach, Super Bowl champion Brian Billick joins us at 1. Your calls throughout the show, plus any kind of news or rumor, we'll give it to you as soon as it happens. When we come back, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, and Jalen Hurts, what they said yesterday in their exit interviews about Sirianni, We'll dive into it all next. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Great coach. I really do. I think he's a great head coach. Um, obviously, you know, nobody was good enough this year. I wasn't. None of the players... Some of the coaches are good enough to understand the reality of this business. 
That's how I feel, man. I believe, man. I believe to a certain extent. I don't, to all extent. Do not believe in the head coach. Uh, Jason Kelsey yesterday, so exit interviews yesterday. Eagles uh, were in the locker room. The media's there. And, of course, the questions here are going to be about Nick Sirianni. That's the major question right now. <laughs> Sirianni, should he be back? Is he a good coach? So Jason stands up for him yesterday. How about Jalen Hurts? Let's, let's listen to this because we know the other night after the game, Jalen, uh, you know, kind of acted naive. He he hedged a little bit. Yeah, well, he just said, I believe in all the people, but he said that's a, that's a conversation. <laughs> he, like, as if he didn't realize that that would be a big question about his head coach and his, uh, you know, his viability to stay here after a collapse. So Hertz yesterday, with a couple days extra to think about how he's going to answer the question, here's Hertz when asked about Sirianni yesterday. Coach and players play. I don't I answer that question the other day. And um, maybe, I don't know if uh, you asked me something the other day. Um, about and I said, uh, what did I say? Nah. So you, you didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Um, so I don't see why why that wouldn't be the case. You know, we we plan on fixing everything that we've we've done um, and growing together. Coach Sirianni, Brian, everyone. Would you? So I, I I took a couple things for that. He sanitized a little bit, right? He he now said, you know, to us together. I also thought it was strategic on the quarterback's part to put Brian Johnson as part of that. I mean, he's not naive to this. If Sirianni's staying, Brian Johnson's probably going, and he put it all together. Like, if if the coach is staying, my 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 guy better stay too. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't I don't buy that. Like, the one thing that I've applauded Jalen for is his his self awareness. So much so that you know we we used to make you know, jokes and stuff about him being a politician and running for office and things of that nature. So all of a sudden, you don't know what's going on with your football team. That's almost like saying, I didn't know we were on a losing streak for seven weeks. Like, I didn't know that something was wrong for like seven weeks. That 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 dog don't hunt for me, bro. And it, it's, it's unfortunate and it saddens me that a, a, a young man as smart as he is would, <laughs> would, would take that route about dealing with this whole situation. This is this is the elephant in the room that nobody has been talking about for weeks. So I, I like for you to sit there in in the first press conference for Monday night and act like you did not know that all of this this speculation was swirling around. To me, is is I don't buy that. And then you trying to come back. Then you realize the error of your ways, and then you try to come back and clean it up and claim ignorance. Nah. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. Well, he doubled down on ignorance, right? He was saying like he still was like, "This is a thing." Yeah, I don't yeah, buy that. You, I don't buy that. You were told it's a thing, and, and, and like we thing. were told yesterday when Carlos calling, he's a smart man. He he he's grew up in a good home. That 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 dog don't hunt. So I so I believe he is smart, and that that tells me that there's intent behind the uh, the way he's kind he's of calculating. Yeah, it, it's a good way to put it. He's he there's I believe conniving. Conniving is a fun word. I mean, it's a, we don't use that Wait, word. Conni- we don't use that word enough on this show. She's a conniver. Yeah. He's a conniver. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it's unintentional how Jalen answered these questions. I believe he, there's intent behind it. You have to read between the lines. You said Hertz is intentional. The beginning of this cut. I try and be intentional in everything. Um, just he, again, he 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 yeah. thinks before he speaks. He knows he's going to be asked about this stuff. I, I believe he he what he didn't say on Monday night after the game told us a lot. He tried to clean it up yesterday. One more, and then we'll get right back to your phone calls. 215-592-9494. Does Nick Sirianni deserve a chance to fix this? Yes or no? I don't believe he does. 
Fletcher Cox with maybe the strongest take on Sirianni yesterday, and uh, he didn't hold back. Here he was. Have you, you know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen to Nick? And, and are you, you have confidence in, if you, if you do come back, that uh, confidence in him if he's also the head coach? Like, any news about, what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Man, the head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't, they ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. It's the clown for me. <laughs> the clown right there that, like, <laughs> he said, you're a clown. Can we clip that little piece off right there? Man, oh, you're yeah. a clown. Yeah, we're hear so a lot. You're a clown, man. <laughs> You know what's going to happen, though? If we clip it, callers are going to start asking Kyle to play it at me. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Or these clowns. Yeah. we got a couple clowns now. You're a clown. So Fletcher also takes the, what, what, what are you talking about stance? Guys, the head coach is meeting with the owner when he gets back from the Caribbean to yeah, discuss his job. It's, it is a thing. They just want to – I mean, they have Sirianni's back, at least a couple of them yesterday, did yesterday. 215-592-9494. Let's grab Arthur, who I believe is out of the joint now. Oh, what's up, Arthur? Wait a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> Arthur! Hold up. Yo! Arthur. Yo, Arthur. You Yo. out of the joint? Arthur, you was locked up? Uh, okay, never mind. I shouldn't ask that question on there. My, my bad. But I'm glad you're here. I'm, you know, I, even though I don't know you, I'm, I'm glad you're – whatever it is that was going on that you rectified that. I'm well, glad. let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it vague. I had to get out, and then I uh, I had three days to evacuate my property. I had to move to a new location, which I cannot disclose at the present time. Gotcha. Uh, you know, brother, life is rough. But listen, listen, this Nick Seriano, I how you refer to him as a dog. Think of it this way. He's like a dog that's 16 years old and has got cancer. Just Ooh. put him down Ooh. and say bye-bye. The guy stinks. He lost six games, and he comes out and does nothing to say. And let me tell you something else. That kid hurts. I put him out there because he stinks. Go ahead. Well, he doesn't stink, Arthur, but he went backwards this year. He, I don't think the quarterback stinks. I'm with you on the coach, Arthur. I, I don't think he's the right guy. He doesn't know what he's doing right now. Correct. And then he didn't do nothing to change it. At the game Sunday, he should have pulled him Monday night and put the other guy in. You're losing. What's the difference? You mean Mariota? Yeah, now that, that would have showed some oh, stones if he did that. Oh, Arthur, you tripping. You tripping. Yeah, I ain't tripping, brother. It's a business. It's, it's, it's a yeah, business. Yeah, but not, not, Arthur, I've seen enough of Mariota, man. He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't that guy, man. He ain't that guy. I'm here to tell you, man. He ain't that guy. No, I don't believe he is. But, your brother, your team is struggling. You're not going nowhere. You got nine points. What do you got to lose when there's no yeah, tomorrow? Go ahead and help right. me out here. There's no tomorrow. That's when you put it's it either like we that. win today or we go home. Yeah, I guess when you put it like that, I ain't. Uh, well, and, and, and listen, Arthur, the coach has been asked for seven weeks why he can't fix this. He doesn't know what he's doing. This is the problem here. Well, I got another one. And this Kelsey stuff. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of Taylor Swift. What does she got to do with the NFL? And Kelsey, just go away. Retire. Just go away. Nobody cares. He's over there crying. Oh, retire. The guy's got probably $100 million. We do. And he's we, we do. Oh. We he's a, he's a legend, but Arthur. I, but he's I, a legend. But I like Arthur. I I give you grace in this. It does kind of feel a little Tom Brady ish. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. A little bit. Little little bit. I mean, he's not the only one. Hold on. I, I love BG, but he asked for a farewell tour. <laughs> yes, he did. I mean, we got to have a real conversation <laughs> now, how now, we're doing listen, things around here. I, everybody doesn't get to leave on their own terms. You didn't get a farewell it's tour. A, but well, you kind of did. I, I'm a little jealous. Yeah, but, but that, it's cool. 04 was kind of a farewell. Yeah, tour it was like bye. I'm out. 
Yeah, listen, he's out, brother. He's done. He's a has-been. No, Go he's not. No, away. Arthur, not a has-been. Yes, it is. Yes, he it had is. the greatest. He had the greatest Super Bowl speech in ever. Now, let me say say, What about Reggie White? Right, one of the greatest. Right. Yeah, maybe the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Right, Jim Brown. Mm. Oh, your brother. You got to know. Barry Sanders, they all go away with grace. These guys, Tom Brady's a girly girl. He still can't go away. He wants to come back. Belichick, go away, you old man. Now I want to get Belichick here. Arthur, you stay out of trouble, all right? You be good. I'm trying my best. God bless, guys. All right, there he goes. Arthur, keeping himself out of trouble. How about that? He couldn't tell us where he is. Undisclosed. Yeah, under, yeah. Sounds like he's keeping himself yeah. out of trouble. <laughs> Sounds like he's in big trouble. That's, that's, that's what I would guess. That's quite a call from Arthur. He rips the coach, he the quarterback, everybody. Sirianni, uh, Kelsey. I don't have a problem with Kelsey doing what he's doing, but it did, it did scream a little Tom Brady though. But milk it, he man, want, do it. Do he it. wants to control the narrative. As you should. I am not mad at him for that. Like, I saw the pics of, of the ladies at the drive-thru, I guess, when he comes gets his coffee in the, the morning. The McDonald's. His yeah. McDonald's order. Yeah. Sausage, sausage. I'm gonna start getting likes on my page. I'm gonna start taking pictures with him with my thumbs up at the golf tournaments and stuff. Cause you know he's gonna hit the golf scene. It's about he'll to be, be golf yeah. season. He'll be doing everything. He'll be I, everywhere. I, I think I'm working on my golf outfits too. I think I'm gonna put a little bit more effort. You're gonna tell Kelsey he's got a horrible shot too, like you did to the camera? Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard the camera feelings though. Like his feelings because yeah. he, he took, heard Kelsey's too. He takes his golf game way too A lot well, a lot of people take but their see, golf games. See, and, and the reason why I want to get into golf. Because I found this this golf company that like they have like golf attire mm-hmm. that I really want to wear, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my golf game for, on. For you, we have to get the attire first, then the game. Th- I'm gonna get the attire, yeah. but see, it's like what I'm finding out: golf attire is expensive. Well, I mean, I, I it's golf like, everything is expensive. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, man, it's expensive. I gotta go. I gotta make a trip. I gotta go pick my clubs up because I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go out there on the golf clubs this year. Right. Golf course. So Even golf you, balls are expensive. What are you willing to spend on a golf shirt? Because we, I think we need to find like which which place you need to go to find it. Because we know what happened with the coat and the jacket situation. But see, th- here's the thing: with, when it comes to golf clothing, what I'm willing to spend and what they're asking, we're in two different stratospheres. So I have to move. I have to move my line up because golf clothes—they're not cheap. No. They're not cheap at all. And I'm like, why? It, because it's the name. It's the name. It's not so much the, the the material; it's the name. Yeah, you're gonna follow in Tiger's footsteps, be a Ooh. Nike guy at first. What are you gonna do? No, I th- see, I found this company. It's called Eastside Golf. Yeah, and they got the like the little the little black man on the, the little golf thing. I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do that one. I want to do that one because you know it kind of properly represents who I am and what my golf game is. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Eastside Golf. If this all tells me the next time we're at a golf outing for the show, you're gonna be dressed for success. I'm gonna be dressed. <laughs> Have you ever seen Who's Your Caddy? Like big boy, like from he had all these outfit. Who's your caddy? I'm gonna be kind of dressed okay. like that. Uh, listen, I, I I think this is a good step for you. We're going we're going on a golf. I cannot wait. I'm going to get my clubs. Probably no, I'm not. I'm not going to get my clubs, but I am Don't going lie, with my everybody. outfit. No, I'm wearing my. I got I got some shoes. I'm wearing my golf outfit. Listen to this guy. Three days after the Eagle season ended, he's in golf mode. <laughs> I ain't got nothing he's else in to do. golf mode. We got to figure this out. We got a lot of time. We got a lot of off. I season. know. We have till two o'clock. Pick up to, my golf game to get the coach out of here. Let's talk to uh, Mike, who's up next. What's up, Mike? Hey, how you doing? What's up, Mike? You in a bowling alley? What's that noise? Oh, no, man. I was just getting ready to do some dishes here. Oh, I got you. All right, Mike. What do you you think? Does he deserve a second chance? So so here's where I'm coming from on this. I I went back. uh, If you you think about this, right, this time last year, Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie were probably high-fiving themselves, right, how smart they were. They got to the Super Bowl with Doug Peterson. 
we got to the Super Bowl with this guy. We got this figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I went back and listened to uh, Dave Spadaro interview <clears throat> Lori for 27 minutes about why they hired Nick Sirianni. And Lori settled on three things that were important to him. One, was he humble? Did he get along? Did he care about people, the employees? <clears throat> Two, was he relatable to the players? And three, the most important was his football IQ was off the charts, and he checked those boxes. And Lori went back to those three things three times in 27 minutes. So this season falls off a cliff. Those two guys have to be thinking, Lori and Roseman, that is, could we be that wrong about this guy? You know, in three years, could we not have seen that he doesn't have football IQ, which we all saw the last seven games, right? Like, yeah, we did. So, Mike, it's, it's, I'm glad you brought this up. It's a really interesting point. Here's one thing I do appreciate about Lurie and Roseman. They are willing very quickly to admit mistakes. Like, they're, they're not stubborn. Let's just go back to Wentz, right? They were wrong. They were wrong to bet on his character, to bet on the, the, the player. And they could have forced it for another year or two or tried to force it. Instead, they're like, all right, we, we screwed up. Let's just move on. So I, I don't know what Lurie's thinking. I, I think it's a really interesting point you bring it up because they're probably they're, they're probably wondering exactly what you're talking about. I just I tend to believe Lurie will admit a mistake if he decides he made one. But I think I think the interview with if I you know you're in the position of Lurie, right? This is a management decision, right? So he's saying to himself, and he said in that interview back in 2021, he double checked. Everybody Nick's ever worked with, and everybody said this guy is off the charts smart, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Lori's got to be sitting there going, this conversation needs some water. Tell me, Nick, what happened? Yeah, maybe you it. maybe you weren't as smart as I thought, Mike. I think it's interesting. I mean, that, no, Mike, I mean he's just going to ask him that question, and 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 the other tell, the other tell this year. I don't know if anybody picked this up, but Nick Sirianni must have been under pressure all year because at every news conference. After a game, he was highly curated on his statistics. Well, Mike, Mike, he was. No, I mean, to the point where they were feeding him those stats, those dumb stats at the end of the year. Mike, we preached the phone call. I need a little water. You need water? Yeah, that was a little dry. Well, I mean, he, I, I thought I thought it was kind of interesting what he brought up. I mean, look, it's a lot. That's a lot to digest well, just, just, when you don't have any water. Well, here's I'll give you just a, a bite-sized piece of it. Yeah, break right? it down for me. A year Simplify a, a year ago, Laurie did an interview with Spadaro and went back to how smart he thought this coach was. So basically, very, very smart. He didn't get dumb overnight, and he's a leader of men. Or or was he not as smart as you originally thought? I mean, that that's the question now. <laughs> I mean, I I, do, I like that Roseman and Laurie Wait, just. Baby. The, they, gonna, you you have your order. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I appreciate that Roseman and Lurie, when they make a mistake, don't double down. They just say, we made a mistake. Let's move on. It's, it's okay. Like No one's going to say, you're a dummy because you hired this guy three years ago. It's over. It's okay. I, I think the, because we are where we are right now, that's what they're trying to figure out. I don't think that they think they made a mistake. They're trying to figure out where did it go wrong. We don't know. Like, you have, like, even though, I know for a lot of people that are probably in the car saying, well, Hugh, the old heads are speaking out for him. They're about to leave. Their their voices still carry a lot of weight. Jason Kelsey didn't all of a sudden become this guy that you don't listen to. Howie would call them. This is the same cat that when they were making decisions about which offensive lineman to get, they were calling him, asking him. That that means this organization loves you. So when you weigh in 
on what you think this organization should do, and he is as adamant as he was, you don't think they're going to listen to that? So they prob- Even though he might leave. They probably will. At the same time, they might not be here. So, so what, how much weight do I give to their opinions? A lot. But they're not going to be here for but, it. But no, but, but this is what you're, you're, you're missing, Joe, I think, is that Howie loves Jason Kelsey. So much so that I would not be surprised that when all of this was going on, if he was on the phone talking, "Low Jason, what's going on in the locker room? That's how he's kind of – like Howie is in a unique spot where, I, in my opinion, I feel like he's so close to some of these players that he can make that phone call and find out what's going on. And, and that's the information that I don't have, that I need. Because, yes, is, is there, was there a disconnect with the coaches and everything, the way that everything went on? No question about that. Those guys are like the Keystone Cops on the back end. Is this fixable? I think that's what they're trying to figure out. And that's why you ask Jason, Jason, can we fix this? And Jason will say whatever he says. But his ringing endorsement of the coach is huge. You know you, you know what this reminds me of? And this is when I first got here. When Ray Bob was about to get fired. I remember, like, and I told you all the story about how when, when, when that was about to happen, how Mr. Lurie was down there a whole lot. I had just got here. And I remember saying, asking him, and, and saying something to the effect, please don't fire Ray Rose. And he kind of looked at me like, like you know, gave me a look like, dog, you're not that guy. Like, because I had just got here. That yeah. that's Kelsey's not that. That's not Kelsey. Kelsey Kelsey's name and and the way that he feels about this coach carries weight. And and I'm pretty sure it even went deeper than that to to ask him, do you think? Is he the guy that can potentially fix it? Yeah, and there's, I think, public versus private conversations that go on. I mean, Jason and Fletcher are also, they're veterans and they're adults. They're not going to, in front of a microphone yesterday, say something negative about Sirianni. I just don't think they would have done that. Well, Joe, that's why I think sort of the opposite of what you just said is, is true, is that the fact that these guys might not be here next year, it should carry more weight that they were that strong on a coach that they probably that the likelihood is that they that will they not be playing for right. him next year. Let me ask you guys both a question. Yes, <clears throat> you you obviously have <clears throat> had a different kind of career than Kyle and I have had so far because you Wait, dealt he, you, yes, yeah, a little bit. So Hugh actually was in the scenario that the Eagles are in right now. But as, have either of you, as I have once, been asked directly about someone, and I knew the question was about their job status. Like I I was once asked a question by a superior, and I knew that the question was pointed in a way that they were trying to make a decision on whether or not they were going to fire that person. And I guess what? I froze. Why? Because I didn't want to say the truth. Because I Because I didn't want to get someone fired. It, it, it's a really uncomfortable thing to know you're being asked a question and someone's job is on the line. So I don't, believe, I don't always believe these guys. Because I think human nature says, I like this dude. I, I, can't, I can't say maybe what I feel. I, I think it's human nature. Well, what about calling someone a clown for even asking? Yeah, but that, that's but a little the, strong. Yeah, it is. But Fletcher and, and that reporter see, go I, back. I, see, I don't, I don't like. I've been in this situation before that you're talking about. Right, you've been in one that like we discuss here on WIP. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been in a situation where I was asked. I mean, since we want to get full disclosure, like about my last partner and whether or not we got along. I was asked that question in a meeting while he was st- sitting right there, and I said no. I mean, because I, I, I have no problem. Like Joe, if me and you had issue, and if we were in a meeting. I, I would want you to be as honest. I, I would want you to be honest because it allows me a chance to know how you really feel and fix it. Like, I, I, don't, want, I don't want you to say something 
because you're worried about the the backlash of, of what I'm going to say. I, that's just how I'm wired. If there's something like, say, for instance, when, when we have a show meeting, if there's something that I'm doing wrong or you feel that I should do better, I, I'm not I'm not opposed to tough coaches. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to any of that because I take what I do very serious and I love what I do. And if it's if it's an opportunity for me to get better by hearing that, I have to be able to receive that. And that's the same thing with 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 anything else. That's how, that's kind of how I look at it. And I look at Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, and those guys. BG. Now the one guy, and I love him to death. That that I would probably take his 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 opinion with a grain of salt because BG loves everybody. Because BG's just a super positive he person. He is very positive. I am not taking his. <laughs> I'm not BG. If you're listening, I love you to death. But BG is a pie in the sky dude. I remember Ike was telling me a story about. How they were like, I was like four and twelve or something. BG talking about we we gonna be all right we're and all close. this. Stuff. We're close, yeah. yeah. So so BG probably you not so much, brother, because you are just super positive. I love you for that. But when it comes to decisions like this, I'm ah, not probably not BG. Yeah, I got you. All right, let's go to Bam and Upper Darby. By the way, Angelo Cataldi. If anyone knows what it's like around here, where a coach's uh, job hangs in the balance, it's him. Angelo joins us at eleven. His take <laughs> on the Sirianni thing. Bam is up next. Hey, Bam. What's going on, Hugh and Joe? What's hey, going Bam. On? Got Kyle in the club back there. I mean, I mean, I think they can. I think he he got. I, I give him one more shot to fix it. I give him one more shot to fix it. I mean, but you know, Jalen is still developing, so you got to get some. He got to get serious. Serious, got to get a little more serious, man. What do you mean by serious? Like the way he coaches? Yeah, the coaches, all the antics, like going up to KC, cursing out their fans. You can't do that, man. You cannot do that. Got to grow up. You can't. You can't. You can't. Well, yeah, Bam. I felt that from early in his tenure here. I think it's very difficult for him to discipline when he's undisciplined. I I, I think it goes to the AJ stuff, right? Like when he's yapping on the sideline, I'm like, well, the coach can't tell him to calm down. He's not calm. You're right. And you know something? Before y'all let me go, I do got a name for the afternoon show. Oh, what do you got? It's the it's the WIP afternoon show with a glass of Ike Spike with a little dose of Jack Juice. Spike what? Spike oh my gosh, it's, it's awful. So Bam, <laughs> it's just it's a it's a lot to get out. Like, yeah, Bam, that's a lot, dog. Like, could you imagine Battle having to make the returns for that? <laughs> no, no. Like, not happening. <laughs> I do. I, mean, I appreciate the creativity. We'll take your submissions, I, and we appreciate the call, Bam. Why are we, why are we getting submissions for for that name of that show? Why, well, hold why? on, we got to announce it. It's only right that we decide what the new name is. Yeah, I, I think we get some creative control over this show. If, yeah, I agree. I just think you just called the afternoon show. It's si- sometimes simple but effective. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're the midday show. <laughs> no, no, we are the midday no, show. Saying, that's what we call it, the midday well, show, the, the well, afternoon show. And it's the WIP morning show with Joe DeCameron and John Ritchie, right? That, we we, we kind of have some boring names around here. that just seems like that's because like Joe Joe's a little bit of a he's like he's like a power. Yes, Joe, yeah, the camera very buttoned up. Yeah, he's buttoned a, up. He's a, little, mm-hmm. he's a little bit of a power. What would you consider the new afternoon show? Is that buttoned up? I mean, not with, not. With no, Fritz I can't. I can't there. wait to hear it. Oh, they were on yesterday for a couple hours. I didn't, I, I didn't, get, it, I didn't get a chance to hear when Spike came in because I usually hear when I'm in. A, the a show can't be buttoned up when when the dump button's not even in use. Well, that's a different. Oh, somebody got killed. I did hear somebody got killed for that though. Yeah, I'm not sure who's who's in more trouble, the person who said it or the person who didn't I, I, get yeah, rid we of won't, it. Yeah, we won't name names. No, no, no. It's uh, water under the bridge. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll get to all your phone calls on this. 
Does Sirianni deserve a chance to come back and fix it? Yes or no? I, I say no. It's time for a new head coach. Don't be like the Cowboys. Guys, the Cowboys kept McCarthy. We don't want to be like the Cowboys. They, they laughed at him for that. Of course they laughed. A lot of they, people laughing. And the people around the league will laugh if Sirianni's back. 215-592-9494. We'll ask Angelo Cataldi next. The Duh! perfect guy to have on on a day like this. Angelo, then your phone calls. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. The future of joint pain relief is here and is QC Kinetics. Joint pain is no joke, I'm here to tell you, especially when you get older. I've had joint pain for a while, but not so much anymore. Like I'm two treatments in already, and my knees already feel better, especially that right knee. You know, it's unfortunate for me, though, yesterday I missed my appointment, so I got to go back and, and reschedule that when I was so excited about it yesterday. Can't wait for that third treatment. And like I said yesterday, Kyle, I am going to run that marathon, whether you believe me or not. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Band-Aid, people. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. If you like to work out, this can help you out a whole, whole bunch. You know your body already has what it needs to restore and repair itself. And QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, this no downtime. That's the best part about it. The future of pain treatment has arrived, and hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And guess what? You could be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury. Get yourself a free consultation today at 215-999-3000. That's 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. That's QC Kinetics. Check them out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.